Good evening and welcome to the last Blue Gold Radio Sunday news of this semester. I'm Talia Van Sistine, and tonight I'll be providing you with a glimpse into Eau Claire's campus and community news. The UW-Eau Claire Recreation Center started a series this semester called Queer Climbing Nights, which welcomes LGBTQ plus students to use the bouldering walls at the Recreation Center. This week, I spoke with Cade Fisher, who is a staff writer for The Spectator, about his reporting on these new recreational activities and events. So the Hilltop Recreation Center on Upper Campus here at UW-Eau Claire recently began hosting Queer Climbing Nights. Kate, can you talk about when these started and what the inspiration behind these events were? I'd love to. So during my research to figure out more about the background of this, I found out they had so far just three events this year. They had them every other Tuesday starting on April 5th. So the most recent one being May 3rd. And I interviewed Emma Street, who is the original person who came up with the idea to start the Queer Climbing Nights. And she said at first it was a way to utilize and implement her EDI certificate. She had to create an event just to try to be more inclusive. And she is a graduate student working at the Recreation Center at Hilltop. So she thought, based on her undergraduate, I think... She had seen other events similar to this through their recreation center and decided to reach out to them, see how it went, and try to implement it here at UW-Eau Claire. So the inspiration behind the event was different schools who were having similar events and also just a way to be more inclusive in activities in the recreation center. Okay. And that kind of goes into my next question. You mentioned in your article that there might be some other schools in the UW system who are doing similar recreation events. Can you kind of talk more about that? Definitely. Emma Street was very thorough in explaining that multiple schools around here have had different and queer inclusive events, such as UW Lacrosse and UW Superior. They have had events not specifically Bouldering Wall, but they've had events like ice skating, they've had rock climbing, they've had I think a ropes course, just different events. I believe during my research, I saw UW lacrosse had like monthly events that would switch up and their most recent one being like a kickball tournament, just as a specific event that is marketed to show like inclusivity because a lot of events and here at Eau Claire are welcome to all, but specifically that marketing scheme and just being able to point it out really is what can bring people in when they aren't 100% sure if it's them or if they could feel safe there. Yeah, that's a good point. And for the people who organize these climbing nights here at Eau Claire, what do they want attendees to take away from going to these events? Based on my interviews, I again, I emailed Emma Street and I interviewed Ashley Inge Brigston, and they were talking about just how they wanted to make sure they created an inclusive environment at the rec. They talked about how the bouldering wall is definitely dominated by white males but they're very inclusive they are welcoming it's just people don't know that they have the opportunity and those people who go every day and go are going week by week and every month it can feel from an outsider just that it's being conquered it's like oh it's full those people know what they're doing they're really good at it and just feeling a little uncomfortable so they really wanted to make sure they marketed this as a thing that you are welcome come try it out and the bouldering wall is open for, I think, every day during the rec- when the rec's open. So they just wanted to create an event where 
they can introduce people and then see them go forward through that and continue to like participate. Yeah, that's great. And has there been a turnout based on your research and your interviews at these queer climbing nights? The For the first day on the 5th, I heard that they had 12 people attend, which they were very excited about because they had just sent out marketing and advertising for the event two to three days before. And they were worried that, oh, this is coming out so late, people already have plans or they're going to be a little iffy and maybe go to a future event. But they had 12 people attend. And I've heard, I believe that some of the people who went are continuing to go. So I think they've been having a good turnout and they're really excited to see that people are interested in specific events that are catered to people in the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. And when you say the fifth, that's April 5th? Yeah, April 5th. Okay, great. And by the time this episode airs on Sunday, the last queer climbing night of the semester will be over. But do you know if this is something that will be continued in the fall semester? Based on what I heard, I believe they want to continue it. I know Emma Street, who created the event, is leaving Eau Claire to work on other things. But when I spoke to Ashley, she was saying as a manager, they wanted to see how this event would go. And if people are interested, they were definitely interested in continuing it. I know it started later in the year, so it, there wasn't as much opportunity to like see how it was going and continue as, as the academic year ends. But I definitely think that based on their turnout, they are going to want to continue it and maybe expand to other options and other activities. Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. And for my second story tonight, I spoke with Spectator reporter Maddie Casper, who did coverage on the Fulbright English Teaching Assistant Program. Three Blue Golds were recently selected for this program, and so here is Maddie and I discussing what it means to be given the Fulbright Award and what each student plans to do through the program. So, Maddie, can you start by explaining what the Fulbright English Teaching Assistant Program is for anyone who isn't familiar with it? Yeah, the Fulbright English Teaching Assistant Program is one of the U.S. Student Program Awards that's funded by the U.S. Department of State. And it gives people the opportunity to assist teaching English in different countries. Okay. And who are the winners of the program this year from UW-Eau Claire? The current Googles are Caitlin Jenner and Greta Wiederhold. And then a recent alumna, Natalie Lezinski. And where are each of these winners going to be teaching English with their award that they received. Caitlin will be teaching in Spain, Greta will be teaching in Hessen, Germany, and then Natalie will be teaching in the Canary Islands in Spain. Okay. And I remember reading something about how there's a couple of students who are kind of on deck to go. If if there's enough funding, could you kind of explain that how that works? Basically there's just they're kept in the, like, running and recognized as being, like, good options. So then if more funding becomes available or if someone else decides they can't do it, then they have the opportunity to go help teach English. Okay. And for the the people who are set to go already and who, who did win, what were their reactions when when they received these awards? I guess when you interviewed them, what did, what did they say they were excited about in terms of of going to 
another country and, and, and teaching English. Caitlin said that she was excited to be involved in an immersive experience and be able to work with students from a different culture. Okay. I know you also interviewed Cheryl Lochner-Wright, who is the Fulbright Program Advisor here at UW-Eau Claire. And what did she have to say about this program and, and why it's important? Well, it turns out that Cheryl was actually in this program. And so, like, she had the opportunity to do this. She described it as being life-changing. And when she initially like, went into college and, like, previous to being part of this program, she was intending on becoming a high school German teacher, but then she came out focused on finding a path where interacting with and learning from people all over the world was a big part of her daily life and is the reason why she's involved in higher education and advising for this program. Wow, that's awesome. And is there anything else that listeners should know about the Fulbright program? Yeah, two Duke's alumni, Emma Cohen and Alyssa Holzbeck, were chosen as alternates for next year's program. Okay, great. Well, thanks, Maddie. That's all the news I have for you tonight. I'm graduating this semester, so this is my very last episode as host of Boogled Radio Sunday News. I want to thank everyone who has tuned in and listened to this show over the course of the semester. And for one final time, this has been Talia Van Sistine for Blue Gold Radio Sunday at 89.7 WUEC.